just the impact that SOTX has on, on all our community. Um, if, if they would just attend one event, that would change their life forever. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And this is episode 32 of Welcome to the Revolution. And we're traveling out west. Get your saddles, get your horses, because we're going through the desert. We're going to El Paso for the Virtual Breakfast with Champions event. The first one ever in El Paso. And we sit down with the Virtual Breakfast with Champions committee. That's right. You know, they got up extra early today to go ahead and, you know, share what they have done out there for virtual uh, breakfast with champions. But, you know, with me driving constantly, you know, I never realized going to Arizona when I'm doing all of my games and what have you, that uh, it was actually El Paso where we had the time change. Yeah, definitely. Not a lot of people know that there are two time zones in the state of Texas. And they woke up extra early to talk to you, the listeners, not us, not Everett and I, no, <laughs> to you, the listeners, to tell you what they've got going on in El Paso and how big the community and how helpful the community is out there. That's true. That is oh, true. Man, it's going to be, it's a great show. We sit down with Ashley, Norma, and Diane, all from the West region. You know, I'll know Ashley. Ashley, it's a, Ashley is a, not a normal on the show, but she is a veteran of the podcast. Um, so we'll listen to her and listen to Diane's story and uh, get to talk to Norma, who's taking charge out in El Paso. So uh, sit back and enjoy. Well, good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us uh, today. We are coming at you again with another episode of Breakfast with Champions. Today, we're talking with the committee and the staff out in the West Region and El Paso. Uh, good morning, everybody. How are y'all? Good morning. Doing great. Morning. Thank you. Doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Great to have you all here. So we're sitting with Norma, who is uh, our representative out in El Paso right now. I think she's the only one in that office uh, right now uh keeping keeping everything going out there we're also uh, joined by diane flores um who is part of our uh, breakfast with champions committee out in el paso um been working on the event been working with norma and then we're also joined um by ashley pena who is uh, the associate executive regional director for the west region so we're glad that everybody is here and we'll go ahead and get started with the questions and uh I'll go over to Norma. I'll throw this one to you. So with Breakfast with Champions, is this the first one held in El Paso? Uh, I'm curious. Is this the first one they've had out there? Yes. It's a very first one for El Paso. Um, and it was going to happen last year. It, it, it wasn't able to. So um, this year will be our first one, our first uh, virtual fundraiser, which I'm excited about. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you uh, can you kind of tell our listeners because you know having a virtual one because we've done you know when we talk to other breakfast with champions committees we've kind of talked to them about the differences between an in person and a virtual one the, you know the ones who've done one before but since this, this is the first one what are kind of you know the challenges or, or the fun things that you were able to do with getting this production and this event ready for the rest of the community to see? Well. One of the challenges was, um, I guess, you know, everybody is so used to having a person to person fundraiser. 
So I hear a lot of, of people saying, well, I'm, I'm going to be out of town or I won't be, I won't be able to attend, you know, so I have to remind everyone, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a virtual fundraiser. You can be anywhere in the world, you know, so, um, so, you know, just, you know, getting past that and the, the perks of the, of having a virtual fundraiser is that you can involve everyone and anyone, um, no matter where they are, uh, to register, to, you know, to watch the, the, the fundraiser and, uh, to donate, um, you know, and it's not limited to just people who actually attend person to person. So that's, that's one of the, you know, uh, advantages of having a virtual fundraiser. So it's been interesting. All right. So, you know, with that being said, um, what about, what about for you, the, the preparation for this virtual fundraiser? Now I've been hearing everyone when they're talking about the, uh, virtual breakfast with champions, so many different things that they've done and experienced. What was the, let's go with the hardest part of the experience for you, um, in trying to get this virtual, uh, breakfast with champion going. Well, first of all, I have never seen or been part of a of, of a um, breakfast of champion at all. So I didn't, you know, only from what people would tell me and uh, little videos here and there. So um, I had to wrap my head around whatever what a breakfast of champion was. Um, after that, you know, I just surrounded myself with um, great um, people who you know, who were able to, to help me, uh, put this together, you know, if it wasn't for, um, you know, people like Diane, um, even my husband was very involved in this, um, you know, so just, uh, surrounding myself with, you know, community partners who were able to, um, help me in, in, uh, putting this event together. That's awesome. And speaking of Diane, um, you know, earlier we were talking um, and when Ms. Flores jumped on, literally Chris and I had just finished talking about my mom coming into Texas for uh, for Thanksgiving. And her name happens to be uh, Diane Flores as well. So when that popped up, I was like, wow, mom is listening to me. <laughs> so. Ms. Flores, um, what what kind of experience was it for you to be able to be a part of uh, the virtual Breakfast with Champions? Well, it was it was pretty amazing. Uh, the the location where we did the interview was very awesome. It's one of our stadiums for our semi pro baseball team, the Chihuahuas. Um, beautiful venue. Um, I think. I'm so used to big events and lots of people and food and all that fun stuff that um, it was, it was a little, it was, it's been different and, uh, but it, it still somehow managed to be amazing. We here in El Paso take a lot of pride in SOTX and uh, we have built uh, relationships with families that are everlasting. And so, just to be able to still, um, you know, deal with the challenges of COVID-19 right now and still provide our community with this awesome opportunity and getting SOTX out there into the community. I think it's, it's been amazing. 
That's awesome. Now, with you mentioning that about the uh, about COVID, um, did you all run into any any resistance uh, from uh, people that you all were wanting to to interview or, or be a part of this um, to to do their interviews because of the COVID? One one of our athletes, um, Alan. Um, take off that mask for any reason you know <laughs> and so when it was time for his speech uh his dad took him uh and so he 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 would not take off his mask and so he was we actually put him in this little section of the stadium where it's enclosed it's outdoors but it's still enclosed and so, you know, we had to tell him, look, you're going to be the only person in this enclosed area. And so everyone stepped away. Um, and so the only person even close, uh, close to that area was Ashley, who was recording the whole thing. And so we had to talk a bit to, okay, just take off your mask as, while you're speaking. Right after that, you put your mask on, you know, but we had to, we had to really work on talking him into taking his mask off but i think that was the only the only challenge and he kept saying no my mom kept telling me do not take off your mask for anything so i will not take off my mask that <laughs> but, is you know, but, i think no and i think for i think for alan he also works at a hospital so yeah. he has seen the ramifications of COVID-19. And so he's like very, very literal and he's, he wasn't budging, right? <laughs> yes. So, you know, we we all stepped away, we said no one was gonna be close to you and everything. So um, between my husband and his dad, they, they talked him into uh, taking off his mask. And right after he finished, he put his mask on. But, right. uh, and then uh, let, literally less than 10 days after that, that's when El Paso shut down. Uh, wow. So we recorded just in time. Yes, got it out just in time. Now, you know, we, we said that, um, you know, the golf calls had their inaugural. Uh, so, you know, we can just say that as well here, El Paso with their inaugural uh, virtual breakfast with champion. And that's the way to get it started. You know, you're going to start here. And then when everything gets back to the way that it, uh, the way that we're used to, then you get to prepare for, you know, face-to-face, person-to-person like Diane is used to. And with that being said, since this was your first one, uh, we have a veteran on the call with us as well. Um, Ashley, uh, the Associate Executive Director for the West. Ashley, what kind of experiences did you have? I heard that you were the camera person as well. What type of experiences did you have uh, uh, doing this shooting for the virtual uh, Breakfast with Champion? And with that being said, what were the differences of doing it virtual as well as doing it live? Yeah, so I don't know how I got nominated, but I was the <laughs> the the person behind the camera. Um, making sure we got all the shots and making sure all our mics were working and all the back end and everything. And um, I <laughs> didn't really have a lot of experience in that. So I was, I was extremely nervous, um, <laughs> but I've been able to, I'm also the one editing the, the entire program. So, you know, 
Um, I really hope I make El Paso proud, but I, I've been been working on that, working on the editing and putting it all together. Um, I've cried a couple of times, even though I've listened to, I listened to Diane say it in person and I've listened to it while I've edited it 15 different times and uh, still want to cry every time I see it. So um, it's been awesome. I think, um, like we said, we're so used to large events with athletes and um, officers and food everywhere and everybody kind of running around like crazy that when you get into this setting where it's just virtual, it's just the folks that are um, giving their speech. Um, and like with Alan, it really was just pretty much Alan and I while he was speaking so that he wasn't overwhelmed. Um, so it was really intimate. You get to hear those stories and you get to really listen to what they're saying and you don't um have to worry so much about like oh my gosh is the is the food okay on the table is that next speaker in the right place are they almost ready to go up um are the letr officers ready for the donation envelopes um i think in person you're you're always thinking three steps ahead making sure that everything is ready to come um whatever the next step is and the step after that, you're always kind of anticipating that. But with this virtual part, um, you really get to be in that moment and you get to hear them for for every word that they're saying. And I, I think that was probably my favorite part of it. You know, I can't speak for everyone, uh, but my favorite part, and I know that we don't have this when we're doing our virtual uh, breakfast with champions, but you know, when we're doing those breakfast with champions, my favorite part is at the end, as you stated, you know, you, you have the LETR officers getting the envelope and everything, but being able to go ahead and give the gold uh, medals at the end. Um, you know, that's one of my favorite parts. And were you all able to incorporate something like that? Or am I giving you an idea just in case we have to do it again as a virtual breakfast with champions? Yeah, no, we we actually didn't do um, like a an award ceremony like we would in person where somebody donates and you go and give everybody a medal that that donated. But I think that would be really cool if we can incorporate mm -hmm. a way to um, to get that going. Um, I know we we talked we heard some feedback from some other areas and they talked about the, having the athletes who gave the speeches um, call and personally thank donors for supporting the event. So I know that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we definitely want to do is make sure that the faces that they're seeing at the virtual breakfast um, are the ones that they get to hear from and, and get that thank you from, because it, it's important to, to keep that connection. Uh, but I think for next year, hopefully we get to be back in person and we get the, the high fives and the medals and, and all the good stuff. But if we don't, um, I think we have a good start for, for Breakfast of Champions and we can definitely incorporate something like that. That's awesome. Now, in, in the middle of you speaking there, you said it a little earlier, I just didn't didn't go back to it. So Diane was actually a speaker as well. Is that what I'm gathering? Yes. Yes, she All was right. one of our speakers. <laughs> and after, um, after her speech, we all said, you know what? I have, I have allergies. I don't know why my eyes are watering so much. I have very bad allergies. <laughs> so Diane, the question for me then is, you know, how was it being able to... Was it a little nerve-wracking uh, 
doing an interview and doing your speech that way? Or did it feel a little more comfortable because you were behind the camera and not in front of a bunch of folks? How, how was that experience for you? Oh, definitely not easier. I think I do better um, in front of a, a large audience. It's just having that camera. It's, it's like I froze for a second. And um, I think uh, naturally, you know, I, I present It's part of my job. Um, I am also an MC for Special Olympics. You know, I do a lot of the award ceremonies. Uh, and so I can hype a crowd up and I'm, I need that feedback, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I can feel with quarterback uh, football players right now when they don't have an audience, I need an audience. And so that, it was challenging um, having that camera there and then just a small intimate group uh, looking at me, you know, like, oh my God. So um, it was nerve wracking. I think uh, I calmed down looking at Alan uh, he was my student when he was three years old. And so I, I've just, you know, I'm so proud of everything that he's been able to do, what SOTX has done for his life and how it's it's brought him out of his shell. And um, now he's 22, I believe. Oh, my God, I'm old. But, um, yeah, so just looking at, at different people, I'm very comfortable uh, with Norma and Rick. I've known them for years. And so that kind of calmed my nerves a little bit, but it is, that camera is nerve wracking. I'd rather have a crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're saying that you feed off the crowd. It looks like the, the little crowd that you had there, they were feeding off of your speech from what everybody was saying. So I cannot wait to go ahead and to be able to watch the video. With that being said, uh, Norma, when will this be shown for everybody? Our virtual breakfast of champions will be shown this coming Thursday, November 5th at 9 a.m. El Paso time. <laughs> All right. So 9 a.m. El Paso time. That's going to be what? 8 a.m. our time, correct? 10 a.m. Right. 10 a.m. Oh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wrong way, Everett. Wrong way. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. Oh, well, man. Chris, I'm Chris, back. What, I'm back, everyone. You're back. back. Well, what I you miss, it. though, you know, we've been talking about how every virtual, uh, virtual breakfast with champions, let me get it out there, um, has been different. This one yeah. was actually filmed in a baseball I say arena, uh, uh, semi-pro baseball arena. Uh, you mean ballpark? Okay, see, I'm not a baseball person. So, yes, there you go. There you there go. Ballpark. Yeah. I made, it back, <laughs> I made it back just in time, y'all. It's a correct ever what the stadium is called. See, uh, he always man. helps me out when it comes to baseball and hockey because, you know, that's just not my my sports. And <laughs> <laughs> Always always here to help. But, no, it's, it's uh, when I jump back on, it sounded like, you know, there's a lot of, awesome things happening with this breakfast with champions. And uh, I kind of wanted to throw another question out to either Ashley or Norma, or, you know, both of y'all can answer this one. Um, you know, our in-person breakfast with champions are, it's all about relationship building um, with our community and, and getting out to our community. So how, how can we still have the same experience with building those relationships with our community members, the families that are out there with a virtual breakfast with champions I mean, you know, we all know it's not going to be exactly the same, but how, how are y'all trying to keep the relationship building 
strong out there and keeping momentum going with the relationships with the virtual breakfast with champion well you know we keep um sending all the all our information to all our, our community partners our our coaches our athletes um sponsors and just our volunteers and um you know just by and also word of mouth and for to family and you know we it, it, like I, I'm not sure if, if everyone's tired of, of hearing from me, you know, because I, you know, make sure that, um, you know, that they know about our breakfast with Champion, and you know, it just and and along the way, you know, I I I've been you know calling uh, businesses and and letting them know about it, and so then that starts a conversation about you know uh, what Special Olympics is all about, uh, what we've been doing during this uh this lockdown and so a lot of them are very impressed with the so connection uh exo connected um platform and so you know that that gets the the conversation started you know just um you know so along the way we i you know built a lot of um you know connections with with a lot of el paso businesses and um and um, you know they've been part of our uh, our, our community partner list also um kind of in that same realm some uh one of the cool things about it being virtual is that uh we can all share it as it's happening share it to all of our community that we have on social media or through email um but it's not something that's just done at um done in an hour where everybody just kind of leaves and you hope that they get to spread the message um as soon once this is over i mean it's it's on facebook it's on our sotx tv um we can continue to share that link hopefully those that got to watch it were so impacted that they continue to share that link for the days after um and so i think it's a it's a really great way for us to connect with the community because it's like this living um video it's something that they can continue to share and if somebody asks about special olympics or asks why you're passionate about it you can say oh let me give you this this link to watch um even if they don't they don't donate it but it is still available for the months to come where we can share that link um and people can see exactly what diane has to say exactly what alan has to say and they get those um, people in their own community to speak on why Special Olympics is important to them. So I think the the relationship building before the event actually happens has been really amazing to see and Norma's done a great job. Uh, but I think what we can get to come after it will also be really impactful. You know, you're speaking about community and, and involvement with all of this. So this next question is going to be for Diane. This is a question that we usually ask a lot of uh, our partners and our resource folks that have volunteered. You know, can you let us know, you know, why you've got involved? And let's go back to the first time, the first time that you've ever done this. You know, what was it that made you decide, hey, I want to try this out with Special Olympics? And then what was it that hooked you? Well, it's twofold, and it's all in my speech. Uh, my mom was a special educator, special ed educator. Um, and so from very young age, I was volunteering um, and seeing the impact that Special Olympics had on her athletes and how it brought communities together. And so 
I remember back then I, I really wanted, you know, be a part of this and and just cause that happiness, you know, be be a reason, an outlet for these families um, to feel success and, and feel confident and and everything beautiful that comes with it, you know. And so um, I started then. And then, of course, um, I always told my mother, I will never be an educator. That's what you are. I'm not that. And I wanted um, to go a different direction. And then my sister was born. And Connie is on the autism spectrum. Um, she has a severe cognitive disability. And I just that's that was my norm and i always felt like i had to advocate for her and and be there for her in any which way possible and um, my mom had very high expectations for her and after my mom passed away in 1994 um, i was given custody of her by the court um, of texas and so she's i'm her legal guardian um, um, since then i've raised her since she was 16 and she just turned 42 on uh, the 28th, which was Wednesday, I believe. Um, so we've, I say we raised each other because I didn't know what in the world I was doing at 22 years old, you know, um, raising a 16 year old with special needs. And so, but I think my mom instilled a lot of, of that. Everything was a preparation, having me involved in Special Olympics at a young age, every single year, every summer school um, that she had, all of that prepared me for that challenge. And then just getting Connie, continuing to get Connie involved in Special Olympics was very important to me. Um, I think I, I needed to continue my mom's legacy. And then I became a special educator, which I always told my mom I would never do, but it was just in my heart, you know? Um, and so when I became a, a special education teacher, of course, immediately I wanted that for my for my students. I, I wanted them to have those opportunities. So we would be out there track and field. Um, and it's, it seemed to be like the, the dominant sport here was uh, the athletics, you know, the track and field events, basketball was very um, important. And then as we grew um, as a city, um, our program grew and we just brought in all these other sports that were just, amazing opportunities and at first I didn't see that for Connie because Connie has limited abilities and so I at that time I didn't feel like uh yeah she cannot possibly do swimming what's wrong with you people she can't do basketball she can't do bowling I mean she and and it's through that experience of getting her involved that I realized you know what this is for everybody it doesn't matter their what ability level they have that Special Olympics really does create the impossible for any any person. Does it matter what your ability level is? Because she has, I mean, she's made some great gains. Um, just her her whole the way she changes once we drive up to the event, to the venue for practice, for competition, she just lights up. And even though she can't communicate that with me through words, it's her actions, you know, she's happy. And um, getting those medals or even a ribbon, it does to her, it, it doesn't matter. Standing on that podium or on the side, she's beaming, you know, she's smiling and she's happy. And so that's, as, as I, 
continued to have her involved and I left the classroom. I was in a classroom teacher. Um, I had some uh, Norma and our directors uh, just encouraging me to become a key volunteer. And I think that's been the best decision of my life to get more involved on this side of, of the fence, you know, and in uh, running events and helping um, put together and organize events and going to all these fundraising events. Uh, I think that has just, just boomed. I mean, I was like, wow, this is even better on this side because I still get to work with families. I still get to work uh, with the athletes and I still um, get to help um, our director and Norma, everybody um, make those events possible for our athletes. So it's, it's, it's just great all around. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. We're telling yeah. you, your your allergies, they're going to be full-blown uh, <laughs> during this, this stream. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, it may not be my allergies. I, I, I'm a crier. So, you know, if it's, oh, if it's working out, I will, I'll go ahead and cry. So, <laughs> but, you know, with that being said, you know, we've talked about, you know, um, the resource board, we've talked about partners and things of that nature. How was it really difficult? And I was going to say how difficult, but was it really difficult for you all to be able to get LETR uh, involved with this while, you know, we were trying to film for the uh, virtual breakfast with champions? Um, right now, our LETR committee, um, we're trying to build it up. And, um, you know, so right now we have uh, just a couple of uh, police officers um, who, who, helped us, who helped us out with that. And uh, we recently got um, the Texas uh, Criminal Justice Department involved also. So they also helped us out. And so they've been amazing, um, you know, not just with Breakfast with Champions, but also with selling shirts um, stuff like that. So um, they they they've been a, a great a great help. They they uh, helped a lot with uh, with this breakfast event. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you know, you say you just have a couple, but guess what? It starts with just one. Mm -hmm. So you know, and all we can do is just build on that. You know, so that sounds pretty awesome. Um, you know, Chris. I've pretty much talked majority of this time, and that is very unusual for people that have uh, listened to our podcast. Usually it's uh, you. I know. It's strange. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's, it's strange, and if you have that weird, strange feeling out there, I apologize. It's just internet internet issues really happening all over. Um, but, you know, as, as we close it out, because, you know, I, this, this this event that's going to happen uh, is you know I can't wait for it to happen. I, I get anticip I anticipate every event that we put on, um, and hearing the stories coming out of El Paso and and, and what y'all have done out there and you know the kind of structure that's that's out there and it's it sounds like a an awesome and fantastic community to be a part of and um, to travel out there and and it's the the one of the cool things about El Paso is not the, only the fact that y'all are in a different time zone um in the in the same state um as all of us but it it really does sound like the entire community out there has has the special olympics has the back of our organization it's there for us when when we need them and we're there when they need us um and vice versa and it's, it's just awesome to hear all the different stories and i'll go back to uh diana um what's the one thing that you want a listener 
or a watcher of the program on Thursday, what do you want them to take from the speeches, from the event, and just it's just hearing from the El Paso community of Special Olympics? What what's the one thing you want them to take from it? I think just to realize that SOTX does provide lifelong um, lifelong experiences and positive experiences um, for our athletes, and and just just that i mean the how their contribution impacts so many individuals at so many different levels um that it's not just a a donation that goes you know that gets lost in translation this is a donation that stays here to impact our families and just the impact that sotx has on on all our community um if if they would just attend one event that would change their life forever um, just one event and i would encourage them to do that um, even right now virtually um, just to log in and, and watch some of those virtual competitions um, it's it's much more than just a sport it is is it's creating the impossible for some of our athletes that never in themselves imagine or their family members imagine that they could do something at this caliber, you know, that they can do something that is parallel to what any other athlete is capable of doing. Um, that That's what SOTX is creating. And I, I wish they would, that's what I wish they leave with on Thursday. And Norma, I'll, I'll toss the same question over to you. If you know, if no one's, no one's ever experienced a Special Olympics event or ever seen or talked to an athlete, um, you know, one on one, what's what's the one thing you want them to take from this event? Well, the the one thing is that it's they're not just uh, only impacting our athletes; they will be impacting themselves. And uh, you know, it's it's a win win situation for um for the community and our athletes and as well as their their families so that's you know it's it's um uh, you know they will benefit themselves um you know through the inside you know they're once they once they see our our breakfast of champions once they like diane said once they um volunteer at one of our events they will be they will be hooked forever. And uh, Ashley, we'll uh, head over to you. The, the one thing uh, you want anybody and everybody who watches uh, on Thursday, what do you want them to take from it? Uh, just a sense of community, how, bon how bonded the El Paso Special Olympics community is. It They, I think because they are in a different time zone, because they are so far, they really have created this unique family system that is a part of the program and is so deeply involved there. Um, so I think anybody who watches it will be able to see that, whether it comes from our volunteers speaking or our athletes speaking or the Knights of Columbus who came out um, and who prayed over the, not just in the invocation, but they prayed over our athletes and prayed over the city with us. Um, so I think just seeing that portion, um, getting to get that feel for the love that they have for the community is 
going to be so so different than what we we get to see just in our normal day to day and and the way that I believe they'll share this video after and and continue to grow the support is going to be pretty unique and awesome. That's pretty cool. Very cool. So, you know, um, wow, I'm kind of speechless right, right there. I love I love hearing that about the uh, the nights. That's pretty awesome. But with that being said, you know, um, if you wouldn't mind one more time, Norma, um, letting us know exactly what time and what day this is going to be played, and I will get the regular time when I say regular for people that are not out in El Paso, I'll get that time. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the virtual breakfast with champions will be shown, um, uh, will be shown uh, this coming Thursday, November 5th at 9 a.m. Um, Mountain standard time, which is 10 a.m. Central time. See, look, she made sure it got out right. She was like, no, nah, I'm not letting everyone mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, give give me the opportunity it. to mess it. <laughs> I'll stay for you. <laughs> well, thank you. It was very nice sitting down with you all and discussing um, the virtual, the inaugural virtual breakfast with champions there in El Paso. Um, Chris, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you do what you usually do. Yeah. Um yeah yeah speechless on this end also um but no really looking forward to the event happening uh, this thursday make sure everybody goes out and watches it it's going to be on facebook and on youtube sotx tv so look for it in both locations um again that's uh 9 a 9 a.m mountain standard time and 10 a.m central standard time um and norma ashley and diane we appreciate y'all jumping on with us and uh spending 40 minutes with Everett and I sometimes it can get crazy and it get crazy today with internet problems so uh, again we appreciate uh, everything that y'all are doing for the organization and for our athletes and, and for the community out there um, in El Paso it's a it's a great it's a great group of people out there that are helping our athletes and it's just a, a wonderful program to see you know grow and become just a premier program in the state of Texas so thank y'all again for jumping on and joining us all right, so see, Chris, just like I've told you before, each one of these virtual Breakfast with Champions, it's a little different. Um, this one right here, they did theirs in a ballpark. You know, yep. that, that's pretty amazing right there. Yeah, and uh, I didn't get to hear all that because, you know, I had a, a few internet issues. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you heard a lot from Everett today because, you know, I just I wasn't there. It just kicked me off. <laughs> but, yeah, but you came back in when it was yeah. when I needed you the most. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, and we got, yeah, got through it and it was fine. But no, this this group that we talked to today, you know, Diane, Norma, and Ashley, uh, it's a great core group out there working with El Paso and you know it, it's just the tip of the iceberg of all the people that you know give so much give so much to the athletes out there and 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 work non-stop just to make sure that they have a quality program out in El Paso right that is true so I mean you it's know, it's, it's, it's a lot amazing. of fun you know um Diane kind of just touched on her story a little bit for us but mm -hmm. you know as they said you know we need to be watching because uh I'm a sucker for a good story. And they were saying it was a tearjerker. So I want to go ahead and really sit back because, you know, her experience in life and dealing with, you know, the special need community, um, it's not just uh, something that she does at school, 
but it is a personal one, something that she deals with every single day. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, and, and and like they and like she said throughout the uh, the 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 program and the interview that uh, your allergies are going to act up on Thursday morning. <laughs> Just get ready. Just get Definitely. ready. You're gonna be you're gonna be sitting in your living room watching it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, those allergies is getting to me while wiping away the tears." Um, <laughs> no, I'm really looking forward um, to hearing the stories out there because, again, being the first one, this is the second one in a row that it's been their inaugural one, and we've gotten to hear new stories from around the state. Um, and I can't wait to hear wh- what's happening out in El Paso and all the stories from out there, and especially now. Um, since El Paso has pretty much gone back into shutdown and they got this in just before that happened. It's going to be, it's going to be great to uh, get to see what they've been working on out there and what they've been doing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So again, make sure you're checking that out this Thursday. That'll be 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on our state Facebook page and our YouTube channel, SOTX TV. You don't want to miss it. Now, She's probably really not going to like me. And she may even call me afterwards and, and tell me how much she really just didn't like it. But our podcast, the way that we record it, it's, it's actually open to a lot of our staff members. They can just jump on board and jump in wherever they want to jump in. And Virtual Fall Classic closed on Sunday. It was the last day to get your, to get your scores in. And now we're headed towards closing ceremonies and figuring out what we're going to do. Joining us for the outro, Angelica Lasakas. Take the stage. What what are we doing with Virtual Fall Classic now? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> like Chris said, scores, submissions just closed on Sunday night. Um, so now the committee that puts it all together, we're getting all those entered into GMS, uh, getting heat sheets, everybody's scores put in there so that we can find out what place everyone got and then start working on that award ceremony. Um, Because we're really excited about it. Don't forget, November 21st is the award ceremony. So looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. And I can't wait because, you know, Sean Lindsay, who's one of our athlete leaders from the Houston area, sits on that committee. So, you know, you're going to be hearing from him from him on 21st on that Saturday night. So looking forward to that as well. Um, But, yeah, so virtual fall classic just ended. Um, You know, Everett's got a funny story um, about it uh, and, you know, how – He's just—he was just really, really bad at getting scores in. <laughs> yeah. So um, on Sunday, uh, my my partner and I, um, Paxton, he uh, he uh, came out. We went ahead and did our, you know, our competition. I tried to talk him into doing uh, disc golf with me, but uh, he was like, "Coach, I'm only doing what I feel comfortable with." So you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't knock him for that. But um, you know. Going out there, if you if you were doing the virtual competition, then you realize exactly where I'm coming from with this. You know, I, I feel like being, you know, the active guy, uh, yeah. the active guy that I was, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm in shape and all of that good stuff. Well, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> it kicked my tail. I mean, you know, because, you know, we want to submit our best scores. And um, as much as I tell you all, I'm very competitive. Paxton, I believe, is is a lot uh, a lot more competitive than I am. So he wanted to beat his own scores each time, which meant what? I had to beat mine. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know we we're, we're we're working and we're doing that, 
Uh, I drop them off, make it back to the house in time. I'm going to sit down and uh, watch this lousy game that was being played. I'm not going to say any names, but, you know, I was watching this game and I think I fell asleep in the first quarter before <laughs> before <laughs> even three minutes uh, was off of the game. So I woke up at one o'clock uh, in the morning. And I started freaking out and panicking because I just let Paxton down because I didn't get the scores in. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I had to, had to talk to the powers to be, and they gave me a deadline to get it in because they were still doing things. So. <laughs> Chris, remember oh, wow. when we did this initial podcast about virtual fall classic Yeah, and we talked about score submission deadline uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I said something along the lines, like, you know, November 1st, it's right after Halloween. We kind of joked about that because I was like, hey, you know, make sure you don't wait till the last minute. Yeah. And look who waits till the last minute. I know. Everett. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Hey, of course. I. every time I would plan it, something else would come up. I mean, and, and <laughs> you know, as I tell everybody else, that's not an excuse, but, you know, I just I was just lucky enough to be able to get it done. I didn't want to let y'all down because I'm always talking trash about what I'm gonna do. (laughs) So you know. (laughs) Oh my god! No, you also before we're talking, you also had a really awesome another really cool story about Paxton and and with you know Special Olympics Texas and um the way that he opened up something that he got that a lot of that a lot of athletes got. I was like, oh no, he's scaring me. I'm like, so okay. (laughs) You know, with, with Special Olympics Texas, we were, went ahead and gave out a lot of different, um, um, I don't want to say activity packs, but um, equipment uh, mm-hmm. for the sports that we're going to be doing. And um, I had Paxton go ahead and open his up. Um, unfortunately, it had to get sent to me. So, you know, we get over uh, to the house. He opens it up. And, I mean, you would have you would have thought that he had just won a million bucks. Um, I was so excited just to see the expression on his face uh, in receiving um, his football pack. Um, it was just something that a lot of us probably take for granted and don't realize that those type of things are something that individuals are looking for. And for us as an organization to go out and send them these things, because some some athletes do not have the equipment. Um, Paxton was just just almost in tears. I thought he was actually going to cry how excited he was on receiving his gift. So, you know, as a staff member, that makes me feel good. But also as someone that, you know, just loves the sports and love these kiddos. I was just like, wow, that's amazing. So. Um, I hope you, if you signed up for one of those packs that, um, you got your equipment, you used it. Um, and you know, you were just as excited as Paxton was that, that was an awesome thing that uh, we were able to accomplish here with, uh, SO, uh, TX. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of that, a lot of cool stuff. Like I said, if you got that pack and you signed up for, you know, your football equipment and everything, you got everything. So we hope you hope you were enjoying it. Uh, we got a ton of scores um, for virtual fall classic. I believe last time we looked, there were about 500 participants uh, in virtual fall classic right now. So 
um y'all showed up y'all showed up and y'all did it big yes that's amazing and now the work starts to get your closing ceremonies up and running and ready to be viewed <laughs> um, we got we got a little quiet on the mic there i, I know we can't be quiet can't do it. <laughs> no dead air guys no do dead it. air but yes they're, they're going to be working on that closing ceremony and we're going to have a blast that should be a I, fun I, time <laughs> <laughs> she's like it's gonna be a fun time thanks for putting me on blast again i'm going yeah, to thanks. get both of you <laughs> yeah. appreciate it I told you I just wanted to sit here in the dark and just be quiet and just and just laugh at. She said that she said she was going to laugh at us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Abby, she had she had the right to because uh, I didn't uh, I didn't hit record. <laughs> we had a really good practice session before this, and it was yes. Fantastic. Chris, I think your internet problems came to me because all of a sudden it just stopped. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Every picture like popped up really big on my computer and wow. stayed there for a couple seconds. Wow. And like, went away. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Oh man. Oh man. It's just internet. Everett's the one with good internet. That's not good. That's not he's good. the only one with good internet. He doesn't have good. He's by a lake, y'all. He shouldn't have good internet by a lake. <laughs> but he does. He's got the best one so far. But no, virtual fall classic. We really enjoyed seeing everybody participate in it, uh, seeing all your videos and seeing all your pictures. If you still got them, send them in. Send them in. Yeah. We still want to see them. You have a chance to be on closing our closing ceremony. So send them in. Um and yeah, just uh now what? Now what are we gonna talk about? Well, what we are gonna talk about is the oh, he had a plan. The takeover, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we had uh, this week or for the first time our um, NBT group taking over for, you know, so connected. Texas NBT, my job. <laughs> yes. Had a lot of awesome content coming in from them. And uh, I've really enjoyed it throughout this week. You know, a lot of crafts and a lot of baking going on. We have a lot of bakers and a lot of craftsmen um, in our NBT group. Yes. Yes, we do. So it's it's pretty amazing. I'm excited about, you know, the outcome and things that they're they're doing. And, you know, once again, it's it's the youth, you know, this yep. is coming from the youth of America, uh, youth of Texas, um, with the inclusion and doing this together. So, you know, yep. I hope you all have joined in. If you want some good baking tips, check it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. there are some cool things out there. Definitely, definitely. Let me. I have to. I have to pull up my schedule. I can't. The the time that I need my schedule to pop up, I can't find it. Okay, I found it. Wait, and it's not opening. Why is it not opening? Okay, so I'm finding it. Finding it. Okay, okay. It's taking a while. There's a lot of folders within a folder, guys. <laughs> guys, a lot of folders within a folder. But I want to just make sure that I, you know, I got the date because you know it is Wednesday. So, um, yeah, definitely. So today, before this podcast came out, ten o'clock this morning. I was right. J Rod made her appearance and so connected. What? J Rod. J Rod. Jameson and Jay taught us how to make galaxy jar this morning. Oh. Okay. So if you were, so if you were ever like, oh man, that J Rod character that's on the podcast, hey, she was on So Connected now too. Yes. Yes. Hey, started started from the bottom. Now we here. <laughs> and she got on me for calling her out and putting her uh when we had our meeting she was like yeah thanks everett for putting me out there but i mean <laughs> you know i got to see it before y'all y'all put it uh on the screen it was uh it was pretty nice she did yeah. a pretty good job so 
Yep. So it's awesome to see see all of them get together. So our MBT group is awesome. Um, and they have a, their next takeover is in December, and we can't wait for that one either. Um, because there's a lot of a lot of awesome stuff, uh, a lot of like holiday themed stuff, really. Because this yeah. week was a really holiday theme. You know, you had your baking, you had a galaxy jar. I mean, we're gonna see turkeys. Right. Make a turkey. I don't know how to make a turkey. I'll have to watch that one so I can you know figure out how to make a turkey. <laughs> but definitely, so a lot of cool things coming after NBT, uh, and just a lot of cool stuff to get out there and, and go watch and be part of So Connected. And like the like the title is, just stay connected. So connected. That's right. Definitely. A lot of awesome stuff. Well, I think we end the show every single week the same. Yeah. Would y'all agree? Yeah. Would y'all agree? Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of cut off the rambling. Like, we're just rambling on. So I'll <laughs> cut it out. And we'll just move on and we'll end the podcast. And everybody will will go on their happy day because you you spent another 40 minutes with us here at Special Olympics Texas. Um, before we let you go, please share this with, with, with yeah. your friends, you know. Let everyone know exactly, you know, about Welcome to the Revolution and all the fun things that we're about to do. So... See, that's why Everett's here. He's the marketing guy. He's the marketing guy for this. Um, I I would never. I'm I'm the guy that's like, yeah, if you like it, listen. You know, share if you want. Everett's like, nah, share it. You need no, to share Jared, it. Definitely, I want people to see because you know, honestly, when you say Special Olympics to to most individuals out there, they they think that all we do are sports. Mm-hmm. They don't know all the things that we have brought to the table for for our athletes and for our community. So, you know, yeah. let's share and show them, look, this is what they're doing for us, you know, and, and we can yeah. go on and try to make this a bigger, better thing. Yep, definitely. And we're, we're definitely going to do that. We're not trying. We're doing it. We're going in that direction. Go. We're making it. We're making it bigger and better. We're making it more opportunities for our athletes, more opportunities for our community partners and any volunteer that comes to Special Olympics Texas. There's an opportunity for you to do bigger, better things for our athletes and for our community and make a difference in somebody's life every single day. Yes, um, you know, that's what Special Olympics is all about, making a difference in, in somebody's life, touching somebody, making them know that they're valued more than maybe they think they are that you're the best person you're an awesome person uh, and we just love your company and we we definitely want everybody to come out and be a part of this community and see and see just what it's all about yes i'm yeah. going to take a book out of everett's but you know if you do listen to us on anywhere where you listen to a podcast subscribe just subscribe to our podcast leave us a review we want to hear from you even if it's a one and you're like, kick Everett off, it's fine. Leave that yeah. review. Yeah, just leave that review. Off. Just kick him <laughs> off. You know, we've had a few people come in and want to kick both of us off. So, I mean, Gerard, <laughs> I'm talking to you if you're listening. Um, but no, leave us a review. Leave us a subscribe. Let us know how we're doing because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear from you, the community. But um, before we keep going on, thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. Be able to catch you for the next one. Remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See you next time. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.